1 Peter 2.9 says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people. Hello, my name is Jake and Orton, and this is Peculiar, because church people are weird. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Um, so, we just finished talking about the coming of Jesus. We talked about his words in Matthew chapter number 24 where he was telling us the signs of his coming. Now, as I said last week, we are upon um, an interesting time of year. And that time of year, we celebrate Jesus' coming. Not for the second time, not on any sort of return trip. This was... The initial trip, the trip where Jesus came to this earth for the first time. So, what what is that? Well, we have a lot of terms surrounding it, and um, it's it's uh, really well known. I, you guys may possibly have heard of it. Uh, the term is Christmas. Now, of course, everyone's probably thinking, I know what Christmas is. You know, the, the big guy, red suit, brings presents. Disney Plus is making a series about him right now. Um, and a bunch of movies. Brings presents. Leaves him under a tree. You know, Christmas. But, is that what Christmas is? Is Christmas about... Presents and trees and carols and mistletoe and all the various things. Figgy pudding and all those various Christmassy words, all those things like that. Uh, is that what Christmas is really all about? Now, uh, if you noticed last time, I referenced a... A particular movie. Um, there's a lot of Christmas movies out there. Um, they're they're kind of their own genre. They've uh, you've got ones that are good, stick way out above the rest. You got the mediocre mid range, and of course you've got the um, not so great. And then you've got the, a few of those that are just uh, coincidentally Christmas. Um, now, of course, I'm not here to talk about Christmas movies today. Um, this is peculiar. We talk about church people and how weird they are and the things that make us different from everyone else. And Christmas, uh, it means something different in the church world than it does in the rest of the world. Now, of course, obviously, the word Christmas and the word Christian have something in common. And that similar thing is Christ. Now, of course, the word Christmas, if you break it down, it is Christ 
Mass. Christ Mass. Um, and the word Christmas originates uh, from the same place that Christ originates from. So let's let's just look at the word here. Um, Christmas. Uh, first known use was sometime before the 12th century. It comes, well, in this case, it means Christmas. It comes from Middle English. Uh, from the Old English, Christes Masse, literally meaning Christ's Mass. So, Mass, it means the appearance. It means when Christ came to the earth. Um, to form, to collect into a mass. It means the appearance of Christ on earth. Uh, so, as I said, we're talking about the coming of Christ. Um, and this is where we get to the movie I was referencing. You see, the there's a movie called... Um, a Charlie Brown Christmas, and um, it centers around the Peanuts characters, Charlie Brown, Linus, Lucy, Snoopy, all those various little dudes that you've seen in the comic strips, and when they made this movie, um, they had it all center around this question. The question we're asking in this podcast today, what is Christmas? What's it all about? It all culminates in the climactic scene where the main character, Charlie Brown, has been recruited to direct a Christmas play, telling the story of Christmas. And even though they are not talking about Santa, and they're not talking about all that, um, they are utterly confused as to what they are supposed to be talking about. They're having a dance break. They have all the right characters, they have all the right things, but they're off topic they're they're not talking about what the characters are supposed to be talking about and charlie brown is growing ever more and more and more frustrated because he's like i just don't feel like this is the point i don't feel like this is what it's all about and then finally he erupts and screams does anyone know what christmas is really all about and then the logical friend Linus speaks up and says, I know what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Lights, please. And up come the stage lights on the platform of the place where they're getting ready for their Christmas play. And Linus says these words. And there were in the same country shepherds. Abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day, in the city of David, a Saviour, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, 
Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came as it pass. Yeah, he didn't go quite that far. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And then Linus turns to Charlie Brown and simply says, That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. That's what Christmas is really all about. You see, good news came to this earth that a child had been born in a city called Bethlehem. He was the Savior. He was Christ the Lord. And um, it interrupted people's lives. It threw things off course. It literally changed everything about the world. Um, this year is called 2022. Something significant happened roughly 2022 years ago, and that something was called Christmas. It wasn't called Christmas until much later in time. Um, and also, uh, I'm sure you've probably seen some uh, TikToks or YouTubes or whatever else out there talking about the fact that this isn't when Christ was actually born. If you pay attention to the Bible, it probably was more like summer, not winter. Um, because shepherds were abiding in the field. They were living out in the fields at the time. Um, if you track the astronomical event that they believe actually was the star that the wise men followed, uh, the timing doesn't line up with the December date. And, and in fact, the real reason why uh, it's celebrated at this point in time is because some Roman guy didn't want people celebrating uh, pagan gods anymore, and he wanted them to worship a Christian god. So they replaced a pagan feast and celebrated the birth of Jesus. And the debate comes in, uh, is uh, the Christmas trees uh, against Christianity and this and that. And Christmas is about celebrating Jesus. We as church people, our entire purpose is to celebrate Jesus. We're here to celebrate Jesus. That's kind of the whole reason we're here. Jesus answered a lawyer one day who asked him what was the greatest commandment. He said, the greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all, all your might. That's the whole point. And if you celebrate Christmas, you are, at least in the way that I'm talking about it, celebrating Jesus. Then I'd say you're living out the first commandment. And while we're at it, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and strength. He says, the second is like unto it, and thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. Love God 
Celebrate him. Celebrate him. Celebrate him. Celebrate the blessed hope that he brought to the world. He, you know, that last verse there. He's talking about glory to God in the highest. But he continues and says, the second is like unto it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Glory to God in the highest. And on Pete, on, on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. That's the message that, as Linus said, is what Christmas is all about. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Love God. Love people. That's the meaning of Christmas, is love God, love people. <laughs> so, when I say this, this time of year, if we're talking about the man in the big red suit, Mr. Santa Claus... Um, he's got the second half pretty well down. He's got the love for people thing going down pretty well. Someone whose entire being is dedicated to um, giving and being jolly and friendly. You know, follow that example and be a little more Santa Claus-ish. The generous, loving person who's all about giving and all that kind of stuff and he's loving people but let's let's take a little closer look at Mr. Santa Claus for a second Santa Claus the man I know this may feel a little controversial um this man is um something a little different than you might think. He's all about loving people. But the origin of Santa Claus comes from this dude, Saint Nicholas, who was born somewhere around the 15th of March, 270, and died in the year 343, around the 6th of December. He, um... Nicholas was a bishop of the church. He, he, he was a bishop of the church. He was a pastor. Nicholas is a Christian. Nicholas is church people. Nicholas is one of the peculiar people. He uh, was a pastor. He lived in Turkey, and he was um, he he took care of a church. He was loving God. Nicholas loved God and loved people. Honestly, him being a symbol for the peace on earth, goodwill toward men, Nicholas is a symbol of being a Christian. Now, Santa Claus and Nicholas are not exactly the same guy anymore. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Nicholas would, might, might just think it was kind of crazy what we've turned him into. Uh, he, he would probably be a bit uh, amused at the idea of Michael Jackson singing a song about him kissing his mother. Uh, might seem a little weird. 
uh, he might find it a little strange that we're celebrating the idea of Santa Claus is coming to town and all the other many, many different things. But Nicholas believed in God. He was a good man. He was celebrated and he was cast into prison for uh, the persecution of Christians at the time. and He was released after a nicer guy, more friendly to the faith, came along. And he is... He has this legacy of Christmas now. And I, I, I'm pretty sure... Now, he may not be so much on the some of the strange things that we've done with him in our modern day, but he believed in our God. He worshipped our God. It's entirely possible that uh, he believed it more biblically than some people do in our modern day. He lived uh, in the days before the 3rd century, which is when the Christian church got a little more divided. His beliefs may have been a little more close to the way that they actually believe in, believed in the Bible. But I'm talking about what Christmas is really all about, not what we've made it about. Which kind of makes Nicholas a good topic. Because Nicholas knew what it was really all about. He was preaching the gospel. He was a pastor of a church. He was... He was... He, some of the stuff we say about Santa, he really was giving. He really was giving all of these gifts and stuff. There's a reason he became what he became. But, uh... The important point, if he were here today and tell you how to celebrate the birth of Jesus and all these things... You know, um, he, he would say, if you really want to celebrate Jesus, live for him. Live the holy, righteous life that the word calls you to live. And he had this habit of secret gift giving. You know, the model for Saint Nick, who became Santa Claus or Santa Claus. Yeah. But let's let's just say this. The important note that we have here is that we're supposed to love God and love people. We're supposed to be celebrating peace on earth and goodwill toward men. That is what Christmas is really all about. And, and I, 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 I really just, the way that I've grown up, Christmas to me has always been a, just a rather fun time to me. Um, I've loved it. And I, I truly believe that if we would all live out this Christmas idea, there, there's, there's another popular image of Christmas. Um, and that's in the story of the man who has become, who is known as Ebenezer Scrooge, who looks at, back at his life and realizes that he's uh, lost his way after being visited by ghosts, 
And uh, he's the anti-Santa. The also an old man, but shown as frail and skinny instead of the happy, jolly, bowl full of jelly that we know Santa to be. He is stingy and rather than generous and hates the very idea of Christmas or even being loving to people. Isolates himself all alone, the stingy old Scrooge. But through looking back at it and realizing what Christmas is really all about, he becomes generous. He lets people into his life and he loves people. The very message of Christmas is that someone was willing to step out of their bubble, step into a world that took risk, was gonna involve pain. Christmas is not that important without the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus that comes later on. The ultimate Christmas gift is Jesus coming to this earth not to live, to die. He came to this earth with the purpose of dying, being resurrected, raising again, giving in the highest sense of the word. St. Nicholas faced persecution. Jesus gave his very life. If you look more at the story, you'll see these shepherds that stepped out and decided to be seen among the people because they wanted to see the celebration of Jesus. You see the wise men who travel from a far country to give to Jesus and love him. And let's look a little deeper at it. We see a man named Joseph who risked his reputation to be the father of an illegitimate child. We see Mary who risked her reputation to say, whatever God says, I'm going to do it and I'm going to raise this child no matter what people are going to look at me like. No matter how people are going to look at me, I'm going to love Jesus. A bunch of people who are willing to step out and to be peculiar. Jesus stepping out of his comfort zone of heaven. Mary stepping out of her comfort zone of a good reputation. Joseph sacrificing his good reputation. The real giving of the Christmas story is... I'm just going to give up my life. It's not a little $100, $50, $5 trinket from some little random shop somewhere buried, wrapped up and put under a tree. That's not the point. The point is giving of your very self for people. Stepping out of your comfort zone into an entirely different one. Not just for people, but for God. Just completely give yourself. Devote your entire life to it. And maybe you'll see that's what Christmas is really all about. What Christmas really is. I feel like I've kind of rambled on. I'm just... I, I, I love this time of year. I love all the things of the season. I love the carols. I love the movies. I... I legitimately keep a Santa hat in my closet year-round just so I can wear it at this time of year. 
Because I like it. Because it's fun. I love this time of year. And the true point of it is something really beautiful. If you really want to dive into it and look at all the little details and all the little things. No. Maybe it wasn't at this time that Jesus was born. Maybe it wasn't. But that's not really the point, is it? The point is to celebrate Jesus. The point is to love people. The point is peace on earth, goodwill to men. That's what Christmas is really all about. And even no matter what the origins might be, no matter if there's some pagan feast, worshiping Jesus is appropriate year-round. So why don't we just celebrate the fact that once a year, every radio station in the world, maybe not all of them, but a good chunk of the radio stations around the world are going to play music that says, Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Once a year, you're going to hear this world call out, O come, O come, Emmanuel. Once a year, you're going to hear people <laughs> celebrate Jesus. They're going to call on the name of Jesus. They're going to celebrate Jesus once a year. I think I'm perfectly fine with the local country station that normally plays some song about drinking and cheating on your wife, putting out a rendition of Once Upon a Christmas Far Away in Bethlehem and singing about some some other station that put playing some that normally plays some songs about Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Putting out some rendition of Oh Holy Night. Where the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Maybe there's an updated version. Maybe it's something different. But even if it says nothing more than Merry Christmas. It's saying Christ. And I think that's a good thing to celebrate. Now, of course, if you're totally new to this Christian thing, you may not have known that there's some people out there who think it's not necessarily great to celebrate, but it is. It really is. Diving all into it. And I think next week's episode is probably going to be a little more uh, fun than this one and probably after that there will uh, not be an episode until January <laughs> maybe we'll see how it happens exactly but uh, next week be a little more fun and then maybe a couple weeks break so uh, for now Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night
1 Peter 2.9 says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people. Hello, my name is Jake and Orton, and this is Peculiar, because church people are weird.